What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode. My name is Amir. And my name is Arhenis. And you are listening to Gents Amplified. All right, so we're jumping right in. And today's episode is going to be a mental health episode. So it is our line right, mind right segment. Mm-hmm. And uh, if any of you have been listening from the start, check out episode two where we uh, break down all the different types of topics we'll be covering and we kind of give an overview of different types of segments that we're going to be doing throughout this podcast journey on Gents Amplified. So today, in particular, is our line, my, line right mind, right? It's a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and so this particular one we kind of mentioned a bit in the last episode. So check that out if you haven't already. And it stemmed from a question slash gem slash reality check that mm-hmm. our Henny dropped uh, while we were conversing yes. a while back. Yes. And he posed the question, is it self-care or is it selfish? Um, and that led him to a quote that he's about to break down for you guys real quick. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, like Amir said, in the end of episode two, we kind of touched this real quick. And I mentioned this quote by Audre Lorde. And it says, caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. And Boom. that quote, I feel like, definitely goes in hand with the question, you know, is it self-care or is it just being straight up selfish? And uh, we definitely going to talk about that today. And self-care in itself is, plays a big part in it, right? Especially in mental health. So let's take a look at what self-care in itself is or what it means. Yeah. So according to uh, the Oxford Dictionary, <laughs> self-care <laughs> is the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. It is the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular, during periods of stress. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so, that's what it means to self-care. Yes. But, uh, according to Oxford Dictionary. Um, but that, I think, is just kind of like a blanket... Mm-hmm. Uh, overview of what self-care is in terms of the individual practice of health management without medical professional help, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like self-inflicted or self-appointed and self, self-imposed. Um, but um, yeah, there are also a lot of common myths about self-care. Yes. And Yes. I'm just going to break that down. We're going to talk about a couple of those myths, you know, and uh, one, of course, is, you know, self care is an indulgence. It's not true. Not true. When it's done right. Mm. When it's done right, it's not. It actually is a meaningful self care, includes making mindful changes in patterns of thoughts and behaviors that do not contribute to your well being. Boom. Now, here's one that there's another myth that kind of directly touches on the question that Annie originally posed. 
It says self-care is selfish, and that's a myth because it says when you make time for yourself and get sufficient rest and exercise, you feel more energetic and will be able to do more for yourself as well as for those around you. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. But, yeah, I could see, I agree with that. Yeah, another myth is self-care is a one-time experience. Mm. That's true. Looking after yourself is an ongoing practice in building resilience to face hardships and in preventing burnout. Boom. And last but not least, self-care is time-consuming. Another big myth. It says self-care does not require you to take out a huge chunk of time from your busy day. Right? So mm-hmm. you can practice self-care in increments throughout your day. You can schedule it as a monthly thing that you do to check in mm-hmm. if you want to take a huge chunk of time. Like I think it's you can regulate it however you see fit, really. Mm-hmm. But um those uh myth busters so to speak come from uh our source mymindoasis.com. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that begs the question, what does self-care mean to you personally? Because I'm sure everyone has a different definition of it, right? We gave you the Oxford definition. We gave you the breakdown of like common myths and misnomers about it. Mm-hmm. But um, what does it mean to you, right? That's what... That is... Every, that's the question that everybody's trying to figure that out. That is right? the real question. <laughs> so what, what does is, it mean to you, Henny? What is self-care? Self-care to me, you know, I think for me, I like to keep it simple. So it's really... For me, it's more of a, a, a mindful and spiritual thing, mm. self-care. It's not anything physical. I don't really necessarily have to be doing anything. For me, it's actually just getting to a place where I can just kind of med- meditate pretty much in a way. You know, kind of sit down and just black out thoughts in my mind. Anything that has to do with work, projects, whatever may be going on. Whether something made with family my wife, um, just things in life, right? We always have something going on, always something that needs to be done. Right. Things and hardships and struggles that come up because mm-hmm. we all go through them, right, on a daily basis. Then we have our own, we all have our own, you know, we, you know how they say, you know, we are our worst, our own worst enemy, right? Mm-hmm. So we have those things as well. So I like to kind of just clear my mind, basically. Just, especially for me, the in the morning, just kind of clear my mind. So, and I get well. I guess I'm going on without really explaining what self care it is for me. Mm-hmm. It is that it's just meditating, clearing my mind, and focusing in the moment, and and just enjoying peace and quiet. That's what self care for me is. Yeah. Because after that, I can I feel like I can feel refreshed, and I can actually continue with my day and go about my day, and tackle all the tasks I need to get done. Well put. For me, I feel like, like you said, keeping it simple. I think self-care is figuring out in whatever moment you are how to do what you need to do to be your best self. That's yes. what self-care is. Figuring out whatever it is you need to do to be your best self. Yes. Unapologetically. Yes. I like that. I like that. Like, 
I think that's what self care is, and I think there there are many different ways to achieve that, right? Depending on what the situation is. Mm-hmm. So, what are I think you started to go into it? What are some of the ways you you practice self care yes. for yourself? Yeah, for me, like I was saying, is one of the things I do, and I do this almost every day, because mm-hmm. I feel like there's things you can do daily, and then there's bigger things that you can do. Maybe once in a while. Like periodically, yeah. Yes. Maybe once a month, maybe a couple months. But for me, it's as simple as just, you know, getting up early enough where I can make my coffee, sit down and drink my coffee and just relax. Mm. You know, I got enough time that I don't have to rush out of bed and go to work. I have enough time that I can literally end 30 minutes an hour, just kind of clear my mind. I'm not even thinking about how I have to be at work. I'm not even thinking about what I need to do that day. No, it's just kind of sit there. That's it. Sit mm-hmm. there. Like I said, clear my mind, clear my thoughts, try not to think about anything that might be worrying me or stressing me. Just sip on my good coffee and enjoy that taste and just peace and quiet. Because I really do. Like, I don't put on TV. I don't put on any music. I don't listen to anything. I just make my coffee and sit down and relax. And I don't know, for me, there's something about that peace and quiet and then clearing my mind and, and avoiding any thoughts. It just kind of actually feels like rest mm-hmm. you know, in a way. I'm not sleeping. And like I said, it's in the morning, so I just woke up, but it feels like another level of rest for my mind. And I guess, and also emotionally, because sometimes there's emotions you're feeling that certain things are going through the, the you're struggling with that can definitely stress you and definitely weight down on you. And so just kind of putting those emotions aside and everything, it just feels like I'm getting a weight off my shoulders. And I like doing it in the beginning of the day because then throughout the rest of the day, I'm in a better mood. Yeah. And I can actually go through my day a lot easier. And that's, I think that's what I do daily. Now, every once in a while, for me, I think self-care would be, I guess just kind of, I guess that would be more on the physical side, I guess, in a way. Okay. More kind of going out and doing activities, kind of things I enjoy to do. Okay. And not worry, like you said, whether it's with somebody or by myself. Or some, a lot of times, I don't even tell nobody. I don't even invite anybody. I just go do it, you know, and then yeah. I handle that. But that's something I do every once in a while, you know. I don't do it every day. I don't, I don't do it all the time. And it's it can be something as like maybe going to a spot that I like to eat by myself or going to the gun range or going for a drive. I mean, there's little things like that. It's just kind of like it's another way of me kind of clearing my mind mm-hmm. and and expressing emotions and things through my body in a physical way and letting it out, I mm-hmm. guess, in a way. Yeah. You know? But... That's how, that I kind of can remember and think about right now. That's kind of how I do it when it comes to self-care for me. I guess it's nothing fancy. I know some people, like, they'll say they go and they do ball baths and massage and all this stuff. <laughs> like, nah, I was like, I'm, nothing fancy for me at all. But, but yeah, you know, how about you, Amir? Um, so, I do have things I do on the, the daily, and then I do have things that are more... Like, I guess I do periodically. Um, one, uh, and this is something I kind of need to get 
back to in a sense, but I used to be an avid meditator and I do still meditate, but, um, I don't think I get into it as deeply as I used to before. And I think the pandemic ruined that because there was so much time to reflect. It felt excessive to be doing it so much, but I think one of the, one of the ways I like self-caring is meditating and taking moments to just reflect and, you know, seeing like, what is it that I need to decompress from? Mm -hmm. Um, but I want to get back to meditating like that, but I also like the way you said it, where you have moments of stillness void of thoughts and emotion because you, you're taking like a mental rest and an emotional rest where you're just mm -hmm. allowing your mind to be completely mm -hmm. clear. Mm -hmm. um, and I think sometimes, even though I meditate, I think I do along with my meditation, like affirmations. Um, but that is also work for the brain. And I think sometimes I need to mm. allow my brain to turn off because I do yep. have a overactive brain and it's, that's a challenge for me. So one of the ways I try to hone in on that is like hyper-focus on an affirmation instead of having many thoughts. I try to hyper-focus on an affirmation that I can repeat and kind of use as a mantra for the day. Um, so it does help, but I want to try the blank mind thing too. Um, and then uh, I guess same as you in terms of like on a more periodic basis where I, you go and do things alone that you like to do just indulging in frivolous habits so to speak like you know going for a walk or going to work mm -hmm. out outside of what you your normal regimented mm -hmm. thing right or like going out to eat by yourself or going to the movies by yourself like doing things alone and being comfortable in your space by yourself mm -hmm. which that's you know, I like that you said that because I think that's a big part of self-care. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, I, I see people say that ah, they're doing self-care. But a lot of times they're not doing it by themselves. They're not doing things for that they really want to do. They kind of, ah, I'm going to go out with friends. This is a way of me doing being self, you know, self-care. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it's not because, like you said, being comfortable being by yourself. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest problems for most people. They can't be by themselves, right? Especially and, in this day and age yes. where it feels like 24-hour engagement is a necessary mm -hmm. uh, part of life where we always feel like we have to be engaged. We always have to be posting and sharing and tweeting and snapping and, and like giving mm -hmm. people complete access to our every inkling. Um, we're so plugged in, so to speak, that mm -hmm. we, we are uncomfortable unplugging and being lone rangers because mm -hmm. we've been bred into this new subculture of like, everybody has to know yes. whatever, like all that's going on. And yes. so, in in our quest to be so connected, I feel like we are really disconnected from self. Very true, very true. Because I do think it's very important to be able to 
be alone with your thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. And and kind of feel them, you know, and understand them. That's one reason why when I do what I do, I don't. I like to just be in peace and quiet. I don't listen to music. I don't do nothing like that. And I do. I no. I said I. You know, I did say I like to clear my thoughts. I don't like to think about anything. Mm-hmm. But there's times I do think about stuff. If something's really bothering me, at other times, sometimes I do sit there in peace and quiet and think about them. I don't listen to music because one reason why is because music, I, I enjoy music a lot, but music can affect your emotions, right? Right. And the way you feel at the moment, right? So, if, for example, I, yeah, maybe I'm so happy to pick something that the song or the beat and everything goes with my, the way I currently feel, but... Sometimes something can come on that is can change the way you feel about a situation. So I like to actually let myself guide that. I don't want music to do that. I don't want other things to influence that. I like to. Right, just, you want to fully feel yeah. how you actually feel. And because and, and, and then I can understand it better. So I rather just be in peace and quiet and go through what I gotta go through mm-hmm. without having to have any influences, whether it's from family or friends or whether it's through music or. Anything else, or on my phone, for example, like you said, always nowadays everybody feels like they have to be connected all the time. So I also ignore my phone. I don't look at social media. I don't look at stuff like that because I know if I'm feeling certain things and emotions, and I start doing that, it's gonna affect that also. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but again, going back to it, like I think it's very important to be able to develop that ability to be by yourself, to enjoy your own presence. And, you know, not be your worst enemy. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And I feel like that's where it starts. And if, because if you can't do that, then it's going to just, like you said, you're going to be looking for it either in people you shouldn't be around or through social media by over posting and looking for that, that attention validation. and validation that you get mm-hmm. through that, what social media is. Like, I don't get me wrong. I know it can be something good, but what you see more is that people looking for that validation. Yeah. And that's what you see more. And it's it's tough because I, I, like I said, I think it's a, it's a societal thing. So it's gradually become, quote unquote, norm, right? We've normalized this idea of like, outside validation and people's approval and always considering mm-hmm. others' opinions instead of first considering our own, right? Because the simple truth is we're all born alone. And when we leave this sphere, (laughs) we're going to leave alone as well, right? Even if you're a twin or a triplet, y'all all all came out one at a time, right? So you you come into the world alone. And so the first inkling you have to attach to is your own. So before you make outside attachments you have to be grounded in self first and i think as a society we're forgetting how to do that because the current state of affairs and social everything and like you said there there are pluses right there are pros to it there's there it's it's tools for enhancement of life but i think it's been abused so much that we've forgotten that it was supposed to be a tool for betterment instead of a whatever it's turning into or et cetera. But um, I think as we get back to that, as we're, and I think more and more people are fascinated with the idea of what is self-care, right? People are 
learning to check in with their mental health status and figure out how to be better about it and understanding that health as well is a like you said it's a it's more than just the physical thing it's a it's physical mental spiritual and right it's a a full Mm -hmm. trinity of those three things um and as people get back to it they need they have to like make sure that it's a journey of self-discovery first yes and now let's, let, you know and that's the self-care side of the whole question right that, mm-hmm. again going back to it is self-care is it self-care or is it selfishness you know and I want to talk about the selfishness side and why I even mentioned that question because this is what I see and I see this uh, through social media through people that I know people I don't know I just follow and then people I, I interact with on a daily basis you know what what comes to mind for me is a couple of years ago, what you always heard was YOLO. You only live once, right? Mm-hmm. That was a very popular um, word to say or phrase to say and use. And a lot of people were using that as an excuse to do stu- stupid things and dumb <laughs> decisions financially, um, you know, with the relationships and the connections they had with people. Like they were doing stupid things. Well, I feel like you no longer hear that because now all I hear is, oh, it's my own. I'm taking care of myself. It's self care, mm-hmm. and this is why this is why I'll say is it self care or is it selfishness? Because I see those individuals, right? I see what they say and they do, but I don't see them taking care of themselves. I see them being selfish, and they're using that. They're right. They're oh, I'm be, I'm taking care of myself. This is self care, and they're hiding behind that. But in reality, all they're doing is they're going more on the indulgence side. Where don't get me wrong, every once in a while it's okay to indulge and. Do nice things, like I said before, like a bowl bath, a massage. If you're a woman, you know, go do your nails and all that stuff. Right. But that's not necessarily self-care. That's just doing something you enjoy, right? Or you like to do periodically. But that's not self-care because that, in reality, that's actually avoidance. That's doing those things helps you avoid what you might be going through. And then, the, and the fact that you feel like you need to do those things, you're in a way to a certain point. I understand this is, it can be case by case. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But to a certain point, you're running away from issues that you need to take care of, right? Yeah, it's like deflection. Exactly. And and that's like, it's scratching the surface, so to speak, which yes. is why people are so obsessed with the outside look of it, right? Me going to get my nails done or me going to get a massage like, and calling it self-care. It's it's trendy. It's postable. It looks so good. On, look, that's what looks, I was gonna say. It looks good, it looks good on social so media. On social media, it looks good to John Q. Public. So it looks like but the, you're actively doing something. But the work behind it, right? Like, because it is it is part of it, but it's not exactly. the whole thing, right? Because, but isn't it interesting? You know, I don't mean to cut you up, but isn't it interesting that not only in self care, but in a lot of things in life. The hard work, the part where you get your hands dirty and all those things are not the pretty parts that nobody wants to post about. Exactly. But all the nice, fancy things and all the cool stuff, everybody posts about it. And a lot of times, the majority of the people that do, sometimes are not even doing it and it's all a lie. They're just doing enough to make it look like that's happening, but in reality, it's not. Right? So, I don't know. I just felt like, you know, basically you're saying... I think it's that's funny completely that completely accurate, I'm, and that's the reality of it. And that's why you see all these people, all those nice, cool, fun things when it comes to self care—the part where you indulge in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But then, reality, like you said, that's just a 
piece of it. Yeah. But that that's why those things are stuff you do occasionally, not every day, not weekly. Mm-hmm. And now that also goes into when we're talking about also the levels of self-care. Right. Because like I was, you know, I've told you before, I do believe just like being a gentleman, just like everything in life. And as you grow and as you get older with self-care, there's levels to it. Yep. When you're an individual, a single person, there's things of self-care that you can do and that help you grow. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you decide, when you decide to get into a relationship with somebody, now you got to consider the way I do my self-care, right? Mm-hmm. Plays a part in that person's life. Now you're, and that's just in a relationship. Now, when you decide to marry that person, you know, you're deciding I am no longer going to be selfish. I'm what I, we are a team. We are one. That doesn't mean I'm going to do everything you want me to do. Right. right. That doesn't mean we're going to work together. We're going to, we're both going to have, going to have to compromise, but we're both going to help each other grow. We're both going to help each other do things we enjoy. Creating that balance. Exactly. So now the next step, when you marry and you have kids, right? Because it gets even harder. It gets harder at that point to do self-care when you have kids. It's still possible. Yeah. It's still necessary. Yeah. I think at that point it becomes even more necessary. Yes. Because I, so with all these things, I think it's about consideration, right? Mm-hmm. All these all these things you do is for your consideration. It's your consideration of self, first and foremost, and then consideration of others. And like you said, there's levels to it. So once you get into a relationship, then you need to consider the commitment you made to that other mm-hmm. person, your partner. Once you have kids, you have to consider the attachment that the kids have to you because they're now your responsibility. It's all about consideration and when when which is why I think I know one of the myths says self-care is not selfishness but I do think you do have to have a little bit of selfishness to right act to properly practice self-care I think you have to be a little bit selfish and when I say that I don't mean selfish in the sense that you become egocentric right or lack consideration of others i mean it in the sense that you're concerned with oneself personally because if you're not good if you can't be good for you then you can't be good for anybody else right yeah so i think you have to have those moments of selfishness where you check in with just you and everyone else be damned so that you can be your best self to be able to have the energy and abundance to give to other people. I think moments of selfishness help you be, help create better moments of selflessness, right? I feel like making sure that you tune everything and everyone else out periodically to like really get in self in tune with self and to, to, to truly get in tune with yourself. I think that is a selfish act. And I think it has to be a selfish act to truly get in tune with yourself at, at your core. You have to be like unapologetically 
selfish. And I don't, and that doesn't mean it has to be mean spirited or rude. It just, it means you have to like really be like, no, this is all about me for, for a second. Mm. And, but even as I'm saying it and explaining it, it's really not even really all about you because the point of it, you're doing it, do, to, be you're better doing for it to be better for others. So at the true essence of it is not really selfish, but it is a moment of selfishness so that you can prepare for selflessness. Now, I understand, and I understand what you're saying. I don't think it's selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, everything you said, I agree with 100%, but I don't think it's being selfish. You know what I mean? I think, I don't know, I just feel like being in a place where you understand, like, I need to step away, get my thoughts right and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I think it, I think that's when communication and boundaries come into place. Yes. So I don't think it's selfish. I think it's just like, you know what? For example, let's talk about being single. Single. And I got friends, right? Some of my friends might be acting a certain way and I don't it, it don't make me it makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't enjoy it or I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's simple communication. It's I don't think it's selfish. I think it's just just like you said earlier, it's consideration that on the other person's part that this they're missing. Mm-hmm. And because they're not thinking how is my actions and behavior making the person around me feel. So you as the, you know, taking care of your own self-care and your own mental health, you see, you feel a certain way about certain things happening. You need to speak, speak up and be like, you know what? I honestly don't feel too comfortable with this. And the way you're acting, the things, the way you're doing things, I don't agree with it. You know, let me step back a little bit. Let me think about it. Let me be in my own thoughts mm-hmm. and meditate on it. And we'll, and I'll hit you up. It's nothing against you. It's nothing like I'm not I'm not saying I don't want to be your friends. I don't say I don't want to talk to you again, but let me just step away for a little bit yeah. and see how that makes me feel. Because I think that's what happens sometimes. I don't think that's selfish. I think that's understanding yourself. Mm-hmm. And then that's also I think that's creating boundaries because there's a lot of people nowadays that need that. There's a lot of people nowadays that need to be checked because that's one of the biggest problems now. Because that's another thing that we didn't, that, you know, we spoke about being single, being in a relationship, being married, being having kids. But what about just being an individual in society? What about yeah. being an individual in society and you have a job, right? I have a job or even school and I'm assigned a project with other individuals, right? I have to cons- be considerate about now I got to work with people. Mm-hmm. I can't just be like, oh, well, you're wrong because that's your opinion. No, I can't do that, right? We are, the whole point is, let's talk about it. Let's find the common ground. Let's work together. Right. And this goes the same into a company, in a corporation, in a business, in a partnership. Like, you are agreeing to be part of something. So, the fact that you force yourself out because you feel like, oh, well, I'm taking care of myself because this self-care and the fact that they want me to do this, I feel like it's being negative or I'm a step away or, you know, they're saying that the way I think is not right. And I'm just being like avoiding. Well, mm-hmm. that's their opinion. That's not my problem. No, that's wrong. Right. Because that's not how it works. You chose to be there and you chose to be part of something. Well, guess what? That's when adulting comes into place. That's when you it's time to be a per, uh, an adult, be uh, responsible and priorities. And but it's not, your part. I feel like that's just being a good human <laughs> it didn't matter at what age point because like you said even if it's like a school thing for 
young adults or children. Like it's about understanding your responsibility and honoring your commitments mm-hmm. on whatever level, right? You have to make sure, like us, like at the core of it, it's consideration. It all that's yes. what it all boils down to. It's yes. consideration, and so in that regard, I, I guess. It, maybe amend what I said about selfishness because at the core of it, if you're if you if you understand that you want to make sure you're better equipped to serve others, which is why you're taking a moment to serve yourself, then that's that's not necessarily selfish then. Yeah. It's I men, mean it's mental health. It's good mental health. S- proper self care is healthy mental health. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if I don't check myself right but that's and the biggest problem wreck yourself exactly <laughs> and that's the biggest <laughs> problem like we said before some a lot of people nowadays have to be checked because they won't check themselves mm-hmm. and that's the biggest problem if you take the time to check yourself as self-care to kind of step back meditate do whatever you gotta do just disconnect and be like hold up what am i doing right yeah what am i doing why is it that i feel like I, I don't belong in the in the groups that I'm in or why is it that the job I have is not making me happy or why is it that these relationships and friendships that I have are not serving me well serving me well yeah. or doesn't feel like me right if I don't do that no one else will do it for me so I have to step back and almost in a way like you know in the movies how you 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 have everything like for example, when Iron Man does like when he's talking to the little assistant and boom, everything pops up in the air like 3D. Mm-hmm. You have to do that. You have to step back and look at your life like that and kind of visualize, you know, why do I feel this way, right? And mm-hmm. you have to do that because, again, like you said, you need to check yourself because no one else will do it for you, right? And honestly, I think that's what self-care is. That's just, it's, just, it's just because if you don't do that, you can't be good for anyone else. Because if I don't do that, if I'm go about my business and I just keep doing the same thing over and over again, but I'm angry, I'm I, I I'm not happy with my life, I'm not happy with my career, my relationships, I'm gonna explode. Yeah. So what am I bringing to the table? I'm not bringing nothing. I'm just I'm a ticking time. I'm a ticking time bomb. Yeah. Ticking time bomb. Exactly. And so the best thing I could do, like you said, for everybody around me and everybody I interact with, is check myself mm-hmm. and take time to decompress, de-stress, and focus on my emotions and my thoughts and my mind, you know? Yeah. I feel like most people nowadays, they sell, they say it's self-care, but in reality, they're just running away and going to do all the it's a It's, a, it's avoidance. You know? Yeah, avoidance. Um, and deflection. Yes. And that happens. And even, even in your quest to be your best self, you're going to have moments like that. But if you don't deal with the hard truths and the ugly of the situation, it, it, it can never improve. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think self-care is, is, is getting back to your core, finding your center, restabilizing your energy, figuring out how to be your best self so you can be good to others because it's about consideration. You have to consider Who's depending on you, even if that means it's family members, it's friends, it's co-workers, it's something as simple as your monthly Netflix subscription. They depend on you to make sure you, you're mm-hmm. doing what you got to do so that when the bill is due, you 
you can deliver, right? Yes. So, so what's the verdict? I think, in my opinion, the verdict is self-care is not selfishness. Yeah, it's not. When it's done right and properly. But when you're focusing on all the nice and cool and fun things and the stuff that looks good to others and be like, wow, look what this person's doing on stuff. That's being selfish. That's not self-care. Yeah. That's what I think, in my opinion. And that's what I say, like, you know, when it comes down to it from what we read, the definition of it, our personal experiences, our personal opinions, and what we see. That's what I think it is. I think, you know, when done properly, self-care is not selfish. It's something that everyone should do. It's something that's beneficial to all of us. Yeah. And I guess that's why in um, Audrey Lord's quote, why she says it's an act of political warfare because it's it's going against the status quo. It's breaking mm-hmm. the social norm, especially in today's current climate. It's mm-hmm. it's doing it's being a radical and it's being extreme because you're you're not I'm not doing what's trendy. I'm not doing what's postable. I'm not doing what's, you know, gram worthy. I'm I'm you're doing the hard work. You're you're investigating the ugly parts. Yeah, everybody wants to see the finished product. We all that's that's the ultimate goal, right? You mm-hmm. wanna you wanna attain that beauty, but nothing nothing worthwhile, nothing, you know, it, nothing worthwhile is going to come easy. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you gotta put in that work. You gotta toil through the hardships to f- find those true gems. So at the end of the day, self care isn't selfish. It's consideration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. And it's, and it's also, it's also constant. It's also, ever-changing it's not anything that you will attain and figure out right away because and yeah you're gonna have moments where you do feel content but that's when you know it's time to ascend to the next level right Mm -hmm. um and that doesn't mean that you don't find moments of satisfaction or you you you're like well there's no pleasing you Right. Mm-hmm. It just mean it just means that you're elevating. Right. right. When you figure out f- how to maintain everything you have going on for what you what you're doing and everything is running smoothly, then it's like, all right, what's the next level? What's the next chapter? And then there'll be more hardships. And then those things become easy and everything stabilizes and you got it. And then what's the next chapter? And that's how you continue to build. Or you might get to a place where you're like, you know what? I'm comfortable here. I want to coast. I don't want to disrupt the frequencies and I'm good right here. And if that's where you are, cool. But um, I, I think change is the only constant. So I, I'm willing for things to be the same until they, they need to be different. Well, we all know change is going to happen no matter what. Right. Right. But some people get really uncomfortable with change, which is why they deflect in their self-care mm-hmm. because they're like, I don't want to do nothing different because then that means it's going to be hard or whatever. But, but change has to happen. It has to. And it will happen. You can't avoid it. All we can do is just accept it, adapt to it, and move forward. 
Right. I mean, that's what we should do. It's what we should do. Yes. Yes. Well, this was a enlightening conversation. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys uh, got some gems from this. I hope you guys picked up something that you can grow and rock with. But uh, in any event, thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for listening to uh, another riveting episode of Gents Amplified. We are your host. I'm Amir. And I'm Hennies. And we will catch you next week.